All right, I got a thing I'm going to play for you. You ever get like something random, seemingly random stuck in your head, but then you're like, well, it's not that random. It's like one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Maybe I'll share it with somebody who <laughs> isn't. Who wasn't aware? Uh, you uh, you did that with me recently uh, uh, with so the uh, the strike movies. track. So uh, if you you do have watched together open, right? I do, I do. Is this going to be something like uh, the strike? Tell me if you've seen this before. Uh, overtime. It's not playing yet. How? Gosh, I remember this from the early days of the internet. It feels like. <laughs> oh, you're muted. That's why. Yeah, I am. There you are. <laughs> what happened? Time. I just I think I think it defaults to muting every time. I'm not sure. That's incredible. What a great feature. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay uh have you uh, have you seen this before do you know what this is yeah, i well i have it's been at least 15 years it feels oh like. dude, the best all right we only have to watch the first couple minutes it's terrific here we go yeah so but, but I, I, we've got known in britain for making the smaller films smaller you know recently we've been pulling out of that into the more train spotting area but the smaller films the kind of you know room with a view with a staircase and a pond type movie <laughs> Films are very fine acting, but the drama is rather sort of subsumed and subsumed, or a word like that. Um, <laughs> sub something or other. You know, just, just sort of folded in, and everything's people opening doors. Oh, I'm. Oh. What? <laughs> well, I. Oh. <laughs> what is it, Sebastian? I'm arranging matches. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought. You kn- I'd better go. <laughs> yes, I think you'd better have. <laughs> and you can't eat popcorn to that. You're going... Uh, <laughs> 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 Whereas if the film did any little bit of business in America, as, as, if the film did, you know, some decent bit of business, then Hollywood would take it and they'd remake it and they'd up the budget by 50 million and it would be called The Room with a View of Hell. <laughs> Staircase of Satan. <laughs> Pond of Death. <laughs> and have people open the door going, you're fucking in here all the time. All the time you're in here the fucking matches. In here the fucking matches. <laughs> you're fucking doing the fucking fucking. You don't talk to me that way. You don't talk to me that way. You fuck my wife. 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 This is American. I am your wife. This is the American version of the same movie. <laughs> that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I say again, you fuck my wife. All right, yes, I fucked your wife. I am your wife and I fucked her. <laughs> Die, you can't. Fucking matches I can't get on. <laughs> I'm going to drive around town and put babies on spikes. There's a callback to an earlier joke in the set. Oh, no. Space monkeys are attacking. A whole new part of the film that wasn't in the original. Damn, it's jam. Janine, I love you really, even though you fucked my wife. (laughs) fucking handbag another callback anyway uh yeah for some reason i was saying to myself you fuck my wife you fuck my wife you fuck my wife i find myself saying that a lot Really? <laughs> yeah, specifically from, from this? That, from that. 
This you fuck this my se- wife. You fuck my wife. Yeah. This has to be one of those thumbnails on the side of YouTube that I've seen on and off for you know. Oh, this is the greatest. So long. This is one of the greatest stand-up specials I've ever seen. Eddie uh, Izzard, Dressed dress to kill. Yeah, dressed to kill. We uh, we love this so much. We followed him for a little bit, and uh, he would do small, small shows uh, both at Largo and this other place in Hollywood that was like a 20-seat theater, and uh-huh. we would just go see him working out acts, and he would just like have his phone or like have like a like a post-it note in his pocket. What year was this? This, what was Dressed to Kill? I mean, early 2000s, late 90s, maybe. Uh, with a phone? Like oh, he's no, no, no. His... When I saw Eddie Izzard, yeah, when we saw him doing that, it was 2000, probably between 2000, how was it? CSUN the first time we went and saw him at the Largo. Oh, it's like so 2005? I probably saw him 2006. But okay. then we saw him in Hollywood when he was like using his phone. And so that was like 2010, 2011. Yeah, dude, um, I was going to say, in 1999? No way, dude. Just yeah, No, Dressed to Kill, though, was 99, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I and remember then, this. I watched it. I think, I want to say I watched the whole thing in better terrific, quality, yeah. but. Oh, this is about the best quality I've ever seen. <laughs> it's always this VHS is 240. quality or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 240p? I guess, you know, VHS quality is the best <laughs> I've ever seen. Um, but, yeah, what was it? I guess I owned it on DVD, so that probably looked okay, 480p. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, what else? Uh, oh yeah, we. I mean, we saw him so many times between like yeah, two thousand five and two thousand like twelve. So he lived out uh, in L.A. then. Yeah, yeah, he was doing that show, The Americans, for a little. Not The Americans. What was it called? Yeah, it, it was him and Minnie Driver, and they were doing a show. I forget the name of it. Um, but it's good. Uh, an FX show, and uh, yeah, he was just always around doing sets. And then we saw him, yeah, working it out at the Largo, working out at this uh, Trepany house, which was like a very small, like art space in Hollywood. And then we saw him perform the show, the final version of that show at the Kodak. It was like a crazy like thing seeing him like turn it all, like work it, work it, work it and make it go. It was great. Wow. So I looked I looked him up. Um, uh, Is Eddie married is the first question. Eddie keeps details of his personal life strictly private. Although he began cross-dressing in his teens and still continues to do so, Eddie is heterosexual. He is mm-hmm. single though. Uh, looker, man, he's a looker with the right. with the. Um, I don't know. It's a nice getup with the lipstick, the pink lipstick. Yeah, he's terrific. All he's right. Like, uh, he's a he's a what does he say? He's a t- uh, uh, tomboy transvestite. So he's he loves running, jumping, climbing trees. But just putting on makeup when he gets up there. <laughs> that's, uh, that's his whole uh, shtick. Anyway. Seems um, fun. Seems fun. Yeah. Oh, man. What a weekend um, we both had. Uh, yeah. Started with uh, your son's birthday party at the, uh, I mean, it's like a trampoline park. Right? Yeah, basically. It's like a jump jump uh, arena, you could say. Yeah. It's a that was terrific. I had a blast. A whole bunch of uh, I want to go back. I'm going to have my birthday there for sure. Um, and, uh, what'd you guys end up doing the rest of the year? You're doing we a big home project We went back right now. home and I, yeah, yeah, I worked on, uh, the, the house project and I was just taking it easy. Um, cause Friday night we, we had went to another party for Jackson and <laughs> it's like, he was already tired from that. So we didn't want to drag him out and you guys kept going, right? Yeah. We ended up going to Malibu and Jeez. it was dead. The weather was amazing. It was like drizzling when we got there and then the sun broke through and it was perfect it was warm the sand was warm the water was nice 
everything was perfect. There was no issue. There's never an issue parking, especially in the winter time. Um, and uh, we get back to the car. We're, we're like, eh, sunset's in like an hour and a half. That's a little long. Let's go home. And uh, we were going to go to Wood Ranch and have dinner. So I was very excited for that. And uh, as soon as I was walking back to the car, I was like, oh, man, the wind, the, the sun is hitting the wheel. It's such a weird angle. It looks flat. And uh, sure enough, my mm. front driver's side tire was flat. So I uh, I got out the compressor, started running it, and in the meantime, took the spare out just in case. Right. And uh, as soon as I got the spare out and ready, I checked the thing, and it was holding air. But uh, uh, as soon as I turned the compressor off, sure enough, I could hear the air. Oh, so it was a big one, huh? Uh, yeah. It was. It, what it seemed like is I had a nail in my tire, and it had come out at that. Isn't point. that crazy? Yeah. It yeah. can. It can keep in the. Uh, keep it running for as long as it's in there. Yeah, it's nuts. I guess the rubber, because the rubber is holding the nail in place, the seal is good. Right. right? Yeah. Um, the, the the air just is stuck inside. It just. Yeah. Um, it keeps it. It it holds it. It's like it's. Um, the air just will stop. <laughs> this is Jimmy Eat Pod. Good grief, man. I couldn't even think of the word. I was like, how am I going to reword this? <laughs> <laughs> the air did The stop. air will just stop. Until the nail comes out, and then the nail, then, then it goes. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So anyway, uh, uh, long story long, I uh, put the donut on. We go to Wood Ranch having a terrific dinner. Uh I take Susie to uh, work the next morning and find out that Costco is open on Sundays. So I go to Costco Tire. They're going to plug it until they see the wear on the tread. Now, these tires are maybe 16 months old and 20,000 miles on them. That's but not bad. The, the wear is uh, uh, irregular and uh, uh, due to, I guess, the wheels weren't aligned correctly or well. So... They wouldn't plug it because it was a safety hazard. So then my it was like, okay, well, my dad's like, oh, let's go to my guy. It says that he's open on Sundays. My dad misremembers the name of the place. They are very closed on Sundays. So then we're like, all right, let's go to Pep Boys and just get some gel. I'll put some gel in there, and then I'll order the tires this week. Um, and uh, we walk into Pep Boys. The entire retail arm of Pep Boys apparently has uh, ceased to be. And this That's Pet so Boys is just a tire center. So oh, I go oh. over there and I tell them, look, I came to get a patch. Apparently, you don't have a plug and you don't have plugs. So uh, if you I bought these tires from Costco, so I gave them the whole spiel. And I said, if you have these tires in stock, because, of course, I've got low profile tires on an SUV, and, which are the most problematic tires I've yeah. ever had on any car that I've owned. I've never had so many issues with my tires as this car. Um, and they're expensive and always special order at Costco. I said, if you have these in stock, I will buy them from you right now. Here's what I paid for at Costco. If you could match it, that'd be great. Not only did they have them in stock, Justin, not only did they price match, they were cheaper than Costco oh, and, snap. I mean, only by 20 bucks, uh, oh. and included the alignment and balance. So I got the whole shebang on a Sunday, and then my dad paid for it. It was terrific. Oh, damn. Dude, it was the best. I did not anticipate that. I was like, well, here we go. Um, and he paid for it. And what was great is my dad saw the, my dad read the quote as opposed to I talked to the guy. So he said, yeah, I'll match the price. No problem. My dad's just looking at the quote. The quote is sans meeting Costco's thing. So my dad expected to pay a thousand dollars for these tires. Sure. And so when he saw the bill, I was like, oh yeah, he saved us some money. He's like, wait a minute. 
<laughs> and I think my dad, I was like, well, what? It's cheaper than he said. He was like, yeah, it's way cheaper than he said. I was like, no, no, no. And then I realized the, the miscommunication there. So, yeah. Wow. Whole new set of tires on a Sunday. Can you believe it? Th- that's I, great, man. I'm sure you felt a Sunday, like a million bucks driving off. On a Sunday, I got new tires. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was quite the weekend. And, uh, and then because of all of that running around that I had done, and dude, it was very much a, you know, the fable or the, it's like a fable, it's like a word thing, the fox, the chicken, and the corn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was very much that because we drove, I drove to Costco, got turned away, right, essentially. I pick up my dad and Wesley, who I had left at the house to watch Jurassic Park while I went to go do the tire. We all got in the car, and by the time we got to Pet Boys, it was like, okay, well, we can't leave the car here. We don't have a car, and it was going to take them a couple hours. So I was like, okay, we'll be right back in 15 minutes. I take my dad to the house. He gets in his car, meets me back at Pet Boys. I take the car seats out, put them in his car, leave the car, go back to my dad's house. Then my dad has plans that afternoon. I drop him off for his plans. I go back to the house. Then the car is ready. I go back to Pet Boys, take the car seats out of my dad's car, put them back in my car, go pick up my dad from his thing, drop him back at Pet Boys so we can both take the cars back to my bat, my parents' house where I pick up the laundry that I have been doing the entire time we were driving around and doing stuff. I was just moving stuff from the washer to the dryer and then leaving um, while we were doing tire stuff and all that stuff. And uh, I picked up Susie probably an hour after she was off, having communicated with Susie the whole time. So oh, sure, yeah. by the time it was time to put the kids to sleep, I woke up about nine o'clock realizing that you and Susie had texted me asking what was <laughs> what, up. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's go ahead and pod tomorrow. So here we yeah, are. Yeah, on a, on a Monday, like old times. <laughs> on a Monday, I thought it through. <laughs> so uh, you're beer can is coming out that's it, that is very cool i was excited you know i check i check instagram i, I feel like daily and uh, looking for it because they they always post a story they're very good on their social media and every time i click to see their story i think ah, is it gonna be it and yeah. i just happened to grab my phone i was gonna come out and make the hello fresh and i was like i'm gonna grab my phone just to see what's going on and as i grab it i opened up ig and sure enough they're front and center as they're so tight yeah dude as their post so I added it to my story, and there you have it, man. Shared it around, and Thursday night's the night. So yep. this will be well <laughs> well in rotation by the time people hear this. Yeah. And then uh, last week, we dropped the Christian James Hand yeah. episode on everybody. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah. Okay, I got that on here as housekeeping. Yes. So can I, can I explain myself here? Please. What do you mean <laughs> explain yourself? What's wrong? Ever since we've hit 100, I have been perpetually thinking we're at halfway, like halfway, halfway, halfway. <laughs> so you can see how at the time that we did the recording here, I was thinking, oh, okay, we're at around 1, 120 for this episode. 240 sounds like a lot. We hit half like a few episodes ago. So I just kind of did some rounding, right? And I was like, okay, 110 was it? So I said, oh, we got 225. And he goes, oh, wow, they have that many tracks? And then I, you know, of course, as I have to... Double down. Of course, <laughs> man. Yeah, they do. And so I was off by 50. Now, there could be some kind of released retrospective that is uh, <laughs> put into rotation uh, by the time that we finish this. So there could be an additional 50 plus or 40 plus an additional album. Who knows? I doubt it's going to be that high. So I would like to change my number. What are we? It's 175. 170. 
five or six. Yeah, okay. I just felt right. I I was I was engrossed in the conversation. He asked, and I should have had them. I should have just had it in my mind. I went to go open up a tab, and I thought I'm not going to distract myself with this. I'm just going to guess and say 225. So I was I was way off, <laughs> but I knew it. I knew it was Samsonite. off. Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for, uh, I mean, for the people that were, <laughs> again, yelling at their screen. Hopefully they uh, left us a message at 484J8Pod. Yes, that would be great. Yeah. There were a couple of other discrepancies in that, uh, but that was the glaring, glaringly yeah. obvious one that I It was I a felt. very fun conversation. Yeah, it was. Um, the only other piece of uh, housekeeping I had was that Fishy Recordings, all their stuff was gone. And I was kind of bummed, but now it seems it's back. So there was some sort of server-side issue with oh, them. Of uh, Fisher Recordings is back. So the track is Stop. Uh, I, 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 my uh, potential before our exciting weekends uh, was uh, James Christopher Adkins because every time I would look for Stop on all my stuff, uh, if it wasn't the word Stop, which was already annoying, it was James Christopher Adkins <laughs> would always come up. So I would have to put spaces on uh, I, th- I think I was putting space behind stop to make sure that didn't happen. Anyway, uh, it's from the album Invented. It was also the B-side on the My Best Theory 7-inch uh, here in the States. In Europe, the B-side was a nice. <laughs> um, I like how you say that. I, nice. I don't know how to say it, so I'm going to say it different every time. Uh, it is track 7 of 12 on Invented. It was released September 28, 2010, produced by Mark Trombino and Jimmy Eat World. It was recorded at Unit 2, Capital, and Mark Trombino's house, written by Jimmy Eat World. Singer is Jim. Gust vocals by Rachel Hayden on yeah. this one. Uh, label is DGC Records, Interscope Records. Uh, it's a Do I Get a Pickle with That uh, track. Uh, there is a Chase This Light demo for this. Yeah. And it is on Steve's Rare Music uh, YouTube. Uh, so maybe we'll watch his, so give him a little thing. They have never played this before. And I at least knew that they had never played it before, according to setlist.fm. But I did find a tweet from one Zachary Lind via the Jimmy Eat World Twitter. Now, I can't see what Miramat1101 said, but it uh, Jimmy Eat World responds to Mirmat 1101, November 12th, 2017. We've never played Stop Live. Um, now there's a thread here. How's everyone doing this AM? What's new? How's everyone th- feeling? Dash ZL. And that was uh, November 12th, 2017 at 8 AM. There is an unavailable to view this tweet because the account are owner limits to who can see their tweets, which is why we can't see Mirmat 1101 stuff. Uh, and Jimmy Eat World responds, that sounds so good. Which song? Something, something, something. We've never played Stop Live. So that's uh, the confirmation uh, that, that they have not. Stop has never been uh, played live. Can you believe it? Um, I'm going to go ahead and get and it. Re- and real quick, the Invented, is this, am I mistaking this album? Isn't it uh, Courtney Marie Andrews that sings on this one? Um, or am I getting mixed up with, whoa, hold on. Well, I got, because I I got Rachel Hayden is on. Yeah, it is. And and I know that I wasn't going to say that she sings on this one, but I also read that it was Rachel Hayden, which I believe it was, but I can't remember which album it was that, but it was around this time. Yeah. Was it damage? Oh, damage makes sense. Let's see. Courtney Marie Andrews, Jimmy, let's see, uh, Jimmy world appearing on their, okay, hold on. 
This is on Courtney Marie Andrews' Wikipedia page. Uh, she was an auxiliary member of Jimmy World, appearing on their 2010 album Invented and acting as their keyboardist and backing vocalist on the subsequent tour. So, uh, yeah, they're w- both Rachel Hayden and Courtney Marie Andrews are on Invented, but Courtney Marie this Andrews one, went yeah. on tour with them. Yeah. She was so this is the one 20, Rachel Hayden just sits in on. 20. Gosh. No, she was 19 when this record came out. Yeah. Dude. What a youngin', man. Dude. Not cool. Um, and she only began performing at 15. I'm angry at Courtney Marie Andrews. Live it. Stop. Too good. Too Courtney good. Marie this is just going to be me telling people to stop. Actually, no. This is going to be the episode where Zach tells people to stop because I've got 12 tweets of Zach being Zach. Oh, yeah. It's just the word stop. Yeah, <laughs> man. Great. Oh, gosh. Is any in reference to us? No, not yet. Guys, stop. Yeah, I know, right? He hasn't hit that. Uh, notable Ugh. high note, none noted. Notable low note is F3. Listeners, 45,000 and a half listeners. 250.6 thousand scrobbles. And what did I put here? Uh, oh, 2,101 for the demo. Uh, and I have 26 scrobbles on this track. What do you got? I've got 84. Wow. Good year. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, it is a C sharp major key. 3B Camelot, 114 BPM, and 335 duration. And C sharp is such a weird key to start with. What an interesting choice. It's And it's major? C sharp major. Huh, yeah. Interesting. Is that like a B flat minor? Like, Well, no, no. I'm just thinking like it, it, not, I can't remember what natural key they have most of their songs in. Or, or what uh, most what the com- most comfortable key for Jim is, but sometimes if you mm-hmm. have the C sharp minor, that's the relative minor of E major. So I'm wondering if that's why they were starting up there. But if you're starting C sharp major, that's the key way up there. So mm. it is. It just seems in an odd spot for them. Yeah, totally. Maybe a capo track. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Oh well, Justin. With that, shall we jump into lyrics? Yeah. And I can follow along on the liner notes version of the lyrics while you read. Sure thing. Oh. Yeah. Uh, double check me. All right. Yeah. So title of this track is Stop. And uh, this one has a decent amount of lyrics. Not uh, not, not their most um, their most unique lyrics, but we've got a couple of verses here chock full of words. And I've got the verses blocked off into two sections. So let's do this line by line here. We're going to do the first three lines. Don't have to be the prettiest. If you have the mind and willingness, no one stops a girl who knows what she's got. And I think so far this girl has some confidence and it doesn't matter what you look like. So long as you have that confidence in yourself, you can't stop that. You can't stop somebody's confidence. If it's like, man, this guy's got en- endless confidence. Uh, it's it can be a turn on, right? It can be very attractive when it doesn't matter uh, who somebody looks like or how you perceive them, it's how they hold themselves. So this girl, in this case, uh, he's saying, you don't have to be the prettiest if you've got the mind and willingness. No one stops a girl who knows what she's got. So he's just saying in so many words that she has some confidence. Uh, No reason why I can't help following with my eyes. It's like, ugh, I can't look away. You've got me locked into this gaze, right? I can't help following with my eyes. Whatever it is you're doing, my eyes are glued onto you. Even at my best, I guess I'm still just one of them. And maybe she took him for a ride. Like, he feels like he's this great guy. He's confident in himself, attentive. But he's just treated like any other guy who's interested in her. I'm mm. still just one of the Joes. 
right? Could be what he's talking about here. So even at my best, when I feel like I'm firing on all cylinders, man, you just still, you still treat me like another one of the dudes. And then we go into the chorus, which I love this chorus. It's so sing-alongy, yeah. right? Uh, I see it all in my head. The cool hands on your sweat. You want to make me mad? Stop, because I am. Um, I can clearly see how you operate. I think the cool hands represents like chilling out and relaxing. That's the, the cool part of her. And wiping the sweat or stress away. So while he sees her sweating, her cold hands wipe that away. And like, let's say to someone who's not looking for her sweating, they're never going to see that she's anxious or uh, she's stressing about anything. Um, but he sees it all in his head. Yeah. Uh, is it your intention to make me mad with how you operate? Well, you have. Congratulations, right? Yeah. You made me mad. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Can't get fooled again. The cool thing I like about the way that they've written it in the liner notes is that there is a colon after I see it all in my head. So he's like setting us up. Here it is. I'm going to set the, the scene cool hands on your sweat. Yeah. Yeah. You want to make me mad? Stop. Because I am. You did it. So now, then, we go in, <laughs> then we go into verse two. A combination of strong and lost. How easily you turn, then turn it off. Do you take what you want? Then save it for a better time. Better time. Better time. Better time. Better time. <laughs> he sees that she's a little lost in her direction, but she's not willing to admit it. She's able to hide that with her confidence. She's able to switch back and forth easily. So by taking what, in the second half here, do you take what you want, then save it for a better time? By taking what she wants, he could see her as manipulative, bringing up these moments at a time when it benefits her the most. So do you take what you want, you pick and choose, you pilfer, and then you save it for a better time when it benefits her the most. So she's very narcissistic, uh, very selfish in this. And uh, so a, conf a confident person who's selfish, and I think him as the, uh, I'm assuming the partner in this relationship is just kind of laying this all out for us to see. Uh, second half of this verse, don't act that way. Honey, I don't buy it at all. There's some more honey, yeah, baby. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, how cute. Don't act that way. Honey, I don't buy it at all. If you're really as tough as your defenses, you'd let them fall. He can see right through her. You can't pull a fast one on me. I know you all too well. You need to stop pushing people away and keeping people out. Let those walls down so I can come in. You let other people in. You're just putting up these defenses and, and you're just you're very standoffish. No one can reach you. And I'm able to see you because I know you so well. I think he's trying to reach her, um, if not to connect with her, at least notify her that you gotta stop what you're doing. You're just you're not you're doing nothing but pissing me off. Yeah. Uh, and then the chorus again, which we went through, now it has a second half. So we've got this second half of the chorus. So after stop, because I am, we have now. You can call this a game. You can look at my face. You want to hurt me, baby? Stop, because you have. You can call it however you want. I see what it is. My heart is on my sleeve, and my feelings are written on my face. You've made me mad, and you've hurt me as well. So in the first half, you want to make me mad? Stop, because I am. Now, you want to hurt me, baby? Stop, because you have. So damn. Yeah. Really getting uh, flustered here with the uh, with not being... Uh, and more platitudes. I love these uh, things. I did a quick search real quick. Uh -huh. of other. There are three other songs where Jim uses the word honey. You got yeah. all the way, stay. So honey, if you stay, hey, we go all the way. <laughs> if you don't, don't. Uh, I've already forgotten where he says it. Um, 
If you don't know honey, honey, honey then you if don't. You, yep, yeah. yep, yep. If you don't, honey, then you don't. Say, yeah. Uh, and then uh, you are free. Honey, you are free. He says in the song, you are free. Wow. Across all these albums. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's got to throw the honey in there. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, and the last thing that I wanted to say was the outro. It's labeled as the outro on Genius. You want to make, oh, I'm sorry. You want to see me mad? Stop, because I am. You want to hurt me, baby? Stop, because you have. He's both angered and hurt. Yeah. And there's a nice little pause on that last stop. You want to hurt me, baby? Stop, because you have. Do, 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 and nice. I also want to remark about the beautiful harmonies with Rachel Hayden in there. Yeah. She sings so well in that higher harmony. Yep. That really complements uh, Jim's chorus line. So there you have it. Uh, another love song. Yep. It's a banger. Yeah. Um, for, for And for Invented, that's saying something. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is a Richard E. Birch track, according to ASCAP. Uh, it was originally a Chase This Light track. So let's read this blurb, and then maybe we can listen to the uh, Steve's Rare Music version. Uh, that he's posted to his uh, watch or to his watch together to his YouTube <laughs> channel. Uh, so here is a blog post from Zach on February 13th, 2006. Now understand that this song did not come out until November or uh, September 28th, 2010. So four and a half years later. Update 2.0. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. We Hope the love is strong for everyone out there. Things are heating up a little bit here in Arizona for the band. We have about seven demos that are in rough form, but sounding really great. We are still a little ways away from full-on recording the album versions of these songs, but we're getting closer every day. Some song titles so far are Carry You, Chase This Light, Stop, Beautiful Is, Dizzy, and Gotta Be Somebody's Blues. We have reserved the services of the very talented engineer Chris Testa to turn the knobs for us while we record the album at our studio in Tempe. We are shooting to record exclusively in our own studio, so we'll see how that goes. That's about it for now. We'll check in again soon to clue you all in on the progress. Peace. February 13, 2006 by Zach. That was uh, a hint at what was to come for everything on Chase This Light except for this song. Stop. so descending right and it goes so low so this phrase right here goes so low that i wonder if c sharp like even in drop d you know what i mean right you gotta play I hear that harmony in there. Yeah. 
note again. like the solo. Yeah, solo's dope. This song is so fleshed out. Like, I'm reading yeah, a lot with is, the lyrics, right? other than them doing the double long chorus the first time. Yeah, they got a little more chunky guitars in the, in the album. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, aside from that, it's so fleshed out. fleshed out song well yeah I, I i wonder what was it ready for i mean it's not as upbeat as most of chase the slide i suppose which right. is a very pop forward record right so yeah huh yeah i think that low note because if you're going from c sharp i think it goes from c sharp down to uh, it walked my guess down. would be the open d d and but then it goes i think the low note is actually an f sharp that's the oh, low one. Wow. I thought it was good. Yeah, I think that's why it's so low. Yeah. And then they come back up to that C sharp. So it's one of those three chord um, progressions. I think. You know, I I, I I could look at the chords, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, yeah, F sharp wouldn't be as low as I thought it would be. I thought it was going down to E. That's why they were going up there, but that's not in the key. So it's not that. Mm. Uh, you know what? I'm going to look real quick. Quick. Stop at Jimmy World Chords. I want to see if they're in here. Yeah. Stop chords. Please chords stop. So this one has it in C, so it's not C sharp. So let's just say it's down. So capo first fret. I got gotcha. you. All right. So it goes from C to E minor. So it is an F sharp minor then that we're hearing. So it's a C. No, you have to be prettiest mine. No one's. Yeah, it's an it's an E minor. So in the key that we were hearing it in, that's an F sharp minor. So that's right. what it is. So it goes down there. 
But yeah, it, then it would be if you're capoing the first fret and playing in C, uh, like maybe it's C shape, but that is a C sharp if you're capoing the first fret. You're right. Fret, this, right? It sounds like it, yes, because you're playing yeah. that open C in a half step up. Yep. Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> so you know what I was, when you were saying, that, what Zach was saying, it it actually sparked my, <laughs> I tried to interrupt you before you started dropping the needle there. Yeah. Um, I was so excited because I came across a few things from the old website. So from GDWorld.com. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I came across four different uh, pages and it looks like uh, July 21st, 2010, they had forced a redirect. So if you went to GDWorld.com, it, it automatically went to a subfolder called invented. So mm. that might have been invented.jimmyworld.com. I don't know how savvy they were if they had the subdomain business going on, but you can't visit the front page. It shoves you here. So it had that. I don't know if that was for search engines or what, but it came. Um, so on July 21st, it came to this page where there's a little black box that says, Our new record invented will be available everywhere September 28th, 2010. Back with producer Mark Trombino, Clarity Bleed American, we made noise and laid down the tunes in our Arizona studio. Touring plans coming your way soon. Jim, Rick, Tom, and Zach. And then they have the invented track list there. Uh, no tweets. And if, you know, just to kind of take you back, they do have latest news. Jimmy World announced Virgin Mobile Free Fest appearance at the post, the Meriwether Post Pavilion, Columbia, Maryland. Wow. Uh-huh. This is a free show. Imagine going to a free show. I've, I've done that. Yeah. I, yeah, you did at CSUN. That's right. <laughs> I wasn't there. Uh, and then fast forward to August 26th. Uh, news. Exclusive free 7-inch with pre-order of Invented. Available now. Limited edition 7-inch of My Best Theory and Stop. Available for free with pre-order of Invented. You can get this limited edition 7-inch one of three ways. Go to our following indie record store found here at recordstoreday.com. Order via InSound or order via Interpunk. Then they announced their UK, Europe, Tickets on sale, uh, Amsterdam and Brussels, UK European tour. Uh, and then at the bottom, Pomona show. I shared that with you and, uh, <laughs> and Joyce. <laughs> That's the one that my sister went to in, yeah, at, at the Fox Theater. So that was uh, Jimmy World announced second LA area show. Uh, support, we were promised jetpacks. All That's times. when I fell in love yeah. with that. You're so great. Yeah. 928, Pomona Fox Theater. Pre-sale begins Thursday, August 19 at 10 a.m. Tickets go on sale to the public Friday, August 20th at 10 a.m. I for sure went the pre-sale route with that. Yeah. So you have the 7-inch? Um, no, they didn't give you anything. That, no, I didn't. not the pre-sale. Pre-sale, oh. I'm sorry, for the tickets. I see, I see. I did not get that, though. No. I definitely have that album, but I didn't do the pre-order. I'm trying to think if I... I, I don't know if I, I... I don't know. I probably did. Uh... I could go look for it now, but yeah. because it's a seven inch, it's not going to be as easy to find for me. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you can't read the spines on a seven inch. So I yeah. have to pull them all out. You'd have to finger, kind of, finger through them. Right. Not worth it. So, no, I didn't pre-order that. Um, I did get the, but I do have the CD. That's one of the few where I have the jewel case still. Yeah. Uh, September 21st, 2010. Album preview and chat. God, this is old. This is. 12 years ago, chatting, chat with the band and listen to the new album, Tuesday, 921, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So they did a listen along. Chat live online with the band this Tuesday, September 21st, uh, and listen to Invented in its entirety. Invented, do, can you guess which platform they did this through? Uh, uh, 2010. Twit FM? Nah, they did through MySpace. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
So yes, yeah, uh, it will also be available for streaming on MySpace starting on Tuesday. So uh, maybe it was, it doesn't say where. I assumed that's where they went through. Maybe they had their link to TwitFM. I don't know what the streaming right. platform was in those days. And then they have the Invented Tour tickets, the pre-order link. And then finally on November 24th, 2010, the, the page has now gone back to jimmyworld.com where it's a 50-50 left side. You see the album out now with all of, uh, what are these, Web Archive? It's the, oh, so it's album listings per area. So the American links, UK, Canadian links, Brazilian links, French, Netherlands, all that stuff. And then on the right half, single available out, My Best Theory, which uh, did we do by My Best Theory yet? Uh, I don't think so because I would have raved and raved about yeah. Zach's hi hat, uh, yeah. hi hat work in that song because it's right. so good. So when that's definitely comes, a high point of this record, we sure. <laughs> definitely we will talk about the album art for that one. So I won't go into that. But the right half is the My Best Theory, uh, that single, and then all the places that you can get that iTunes, Amazon, RecordStore.co. So that's what I came across in the old days, 2010 of the JimmyWorld.com website. Nice. I also came across a a seemingly hidden site, and the only reason I found it is because they tweeted about it. So the tweet on November 11th, 2010, free my best theory slash stop signed seven inch hidden here. JimmyEWorld.com slash hunt. If you find it, you keep it. Plus, you get a signed poster. Hashtag JimmyEWorld seven inch. So sure enough, I go to JimmyEWorld.com slash hunt. Uh, on the Wayback Machine, and I pulled up a post here from November 13th, 2010, and it is, I guess, the locations that they had hidden these uh, signed seven inches and posters, which I thought sounded a lot of fun. I remember when Tony Hawk was doing that uh, for a little bit. On Twitter, he would just post, like, a picture and GPS coordinates of, uh, <laughs> of like, a signed skate deck and, like, all this stuff, and people would just oh, respond, like, got it, and stuff like that. Yeah, Tony Hawk was giving away all kinds of stuff uh, on Twitter, and about the same time, they were, they were, like, the scavenger hunts were big in 2010 for some reason. I think um, that's what they were doing. Uh, that's when I remember doing a lot of uh, geocaching. You ever do geocaching? Yep. Uh, somebody at CSUN did a geocache documentary piece uh in my documentary class oh it just seemed like that was how i learned about it the the pinnacle of them was like 2010 so maybe there was a lot of searching done doing going on in that time yeah (laughs) geocaching was like the original uh poke pokemon go yeah yeah because you could be outside uh the only thing is like the area that we were in uh so corriganville is an old if you ever looked corriganville's history is that's where they filmed a lot of old westerns and particularly um they filmed Tarzan out there, and then they filmed uh, the Lone Ranger. Uh huh. But it's a nice little area. They have some of the cement pads where they had uh, houses and things. It's just a, it's just the cement pads now. But it's a very nice area to walk and run through. They had a lot of geocache sites up there, but they're like in the summer, you'd be going up into the hills. Yeah. And these are like the worst spots. There's rattlers up there. Oh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, exactly. So that's one of the warnings that was on the geocaching site. So it's still fun. I mean, you have to be extra cautious in the warmer months. Yeah, but still loved it. Spent a, I like a the good idea of geocaching. I never got really into it, but yeah. I like I would if it was around where I was, I would go look for it. But I wouldn't go to a place because there was a geocache there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, there is a uh, punknews.org blurb from one Brian Yancey who I think we've come up with before. Uh, 
Brian Yancey gave it two and a half stars, and users to the site gave it three stars out of five. Uh, Brian Yancey had this to say specifically about Stop. Stop, Little Thing and Cut, open up the album's second half. And while Stop is a prime example of Jimmy Eat World's ability to craft an interesting, heartfelt ballad, the two songs that follow it seem like a wet blanket in comparison and meander so much, it's difficult to keep paying attention to what's happening. I vividly remember me putting this note in one of the uh, previous invented tracks. Brian Yancey is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it remains that way. I would I think make it was that a, a little thing or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Just a wet blanket? He's a wet blanket. Your mom's a wet blanket. <laughs> uh that was on Punk News? That was on punknews.org, yeah. Oh, I have one from Punk News from Alvin oh. Alvin Paul, Jimmy World Stop. It's just and it, this just seems like a, an announcement here. Eleven years ago, uh Jimmy World are streaming the B side from their first single, My Best Theory. The single precedes the band's upcoming full-length invented. Check out Stop Here. Invented is due out September 8th, 28th, 2010. Uh, and then they go on. But the comments down here, Dante 3000. I was really expecting some immature against me style jokes. I'm glad the readers decided to pause and take a moment to consider what is really of significance in this article. Are you familiar with any against me songs? Do they yeah. have that? I'm gonna pull one up. Uh, is that their top right, track? They, uh... Okay, so you know, I, I yeah, I I'm, I'm conflating bands. Uh, there's a there's an okay. It's funny. What's the what's the against me song I like? I uh, think I know which one you're don't talking about. Don't lose touch. Yeah, um, that was my favorite. There, I think Thrash Unreal is one of their favorites. Anyway, I uh, recently read Laura Jane Grace's book. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot more than I like Laura Jane Grace's like online persona. <laughs> um, but Don't Lose Touch is like their big track here. I'll play a little bit of it here. I remember seeing them open for Green Day and Jimmy Eat World um, on some tour. Oh, no, yeah. Adam Willard is now the uh, Against Me Yeah, the guy's voice kind of threw me off a little bit first yeah. hearing them. I, I, that's why I really couldn't get into them. Sure, yeah. Yeah, uh, it just wasn't my bag. Yeah, and, that's how I always felt. I was yeah. like, nope, not for me. Yeah. But Lord Jane Grace's story is great, and uh, I think the book is cool. Okay. I haven't read. Uh, is it? Uh, it's also uh, co-written by Dan Ozzy. I ended up reading it because I was waiting. I'm still waiting on Dan Ozzy's book, The Sellout, oh. to come through on uh, Libby. And oh, okay. uh, I tried, what did I try reading? I tried, so I'm like, oh, I'll listen to some classics while I'm waiting for these books I want to listen to to come through. And I started reading The Scarlet Letter. Oh, oh. my God, this is the fucking reason I don't read. <laughs> Justin, I'm listening, the to the hour, I'm listening to the book. An hour in, I'm like, dude, I what? get it. You live in Salem and not much <laughs> is happening. But it's the, it's like the most flowery, flowery language to tell me that the dude lives in a seaside town where not much is happening. <laughs> like, dude, this is a sentence and I'm an hour into this book. <laughs> Not a fan. I might start uh, um, a Diary of Anne Frank, another book I've never read. Yeah, 
Anyway. I think we read. Didn't, I thought that was uh, required reading in uh, elementary. Like no, out, we read was... like uh, Watership Down or some bullshit. Okay, all right. That and The Outsiders we read a lot. Okay, gotcha. I was in a private school. I don't know if that made a difference <laughs> or what. Uh, okay, so I came across another article from Anti Quiet. The, the, that's that's loud. <laughs> that is loud. That is. How do we do this and and sound cool? We'll make it Anti Quiet. <laughs> Uh, this is new music, new new from Jimmy World Stop by Johnny Firecloud. And I checked out Johnny Firecloud. Dude lives in Oregon, USA, joined 2009, Twitter. I write, talk, and take pictures, anti-quiet podcast, etc. cetera. Uh, crazy tan from all the places that I've been, just from writing words with a pen. Uh, Jimmy Eat World's new album, Invented, arrives September 28th. And today, fans can get their hands on the vinyl single for My Best Theory. We grabbed the 7-inch, much love to rock candy music in Santa Clarita, only to find out that the B-side of the record is a new song called Stop, which you can check out below. It's got that sledgehammer to the heart feel that Jimmy Eat World captures so well with a production clarity and accessibility that nearly guarantees radio play. You heard it here first, and then an update. Just got a cease and desist letter from the RIAA. (laughs) The (laughs) The track has been removed. Sorry, guys. Amazing. Uh, yeah, and I had to check because you, you see any local or nearby record store, and I was like, oh, what's this place like? So check out Rock Candy Music. Of course, shows up on Foursquare. Uh, Sandro Soler. <laughs> Is the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sandro Soler. No, January 22nd, 2012. Pretty good selection of UCDs. Robert Brown, November 10th, 2012. So just, uh, what, 11 months later? They are now closed for business. Sad face. Look for them on eBay. Bummer, man. Dang. Yeah, so it didn't last long, but had good things to say about Stop. And we probably heard it there first. I wonder how long it took the RIAA to... uh, Come on down. Come on down (laughs) on that. The hammer. I wonder if they had to close because they got (laughs) a fine. (laughs) Uh, what um, else do I get? Oh, go ahead. I found this uh, alternative press article uh, from back when uh, bands. I mean, if you were in alternative press, that was like a big deal. This is where you would cut out pictures and put them on your wall and stuff like that. Um, so uh, Scott Heisel uh, gave this album three and a half stars. We know Scott Heisel. He interacts with the band all the time. Uh, go download the song invented from the album invented. Jimmy Eat World. Pretty odd using the uh, Panic at the Disco sophomore album title as the name for this uh, blurb for Jimmy Eat World. For their seventh proper album, Arizona's Jimmy Eat World uh, returned to producer Mark Trombino responsible for helming ostensibly the band's finest work, 1999's Clarity. Considering Trombino called Jimmy Eat World frontman Jim Adkins a pussy in the band's oral (laughs) history, uh, Alt Press 233. We're going to have to revisit that. Yeah, no kidding, Uh, man. This reconciliation is a pretty big, uh, pretty goddamn big deal. Throw on top of that the promise of guitarist Tom Linton contributing lead vocals for the first time in more than a decade. And consider this shit anticipated sadly those expecting clarity too will be initially let down the first six songs include plotting modern rock that sounds like the offspring's gone away my best theory and attempt at dark disco higher devotion with clumsy lyrics example don't you feel my eye lasers hit and cheese ball pop coffee and cigarettes 
But if you stick it out, you'll be rewarded. Invented's second half features the gorgeous Little Thing, Adkin's top-notch duet with Rachel Hayden, stop, and Linton's punchy action needs an audience. <laughs> no, but no, no. F- what does it say there? <laughs> and Linton's punchy action needs an ambulance. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd like to hear that track. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but your mind wanted to say what it is. Oh, man, yeah. they printed that. Yeah. But it's the final two songs that steal the show. The seven-minute title track is a slow burn with an intense explosion of distorted guitars at its pinnacle. The six-and-a-half-minute mixtape is even slower with a swirling piano line, blaring brass, and Atkins spilling his heart out. Scott Heisel. Rocks like the Foo Fighters, Echo Silence, Patience yeah. and Grace, Anne Berlin's New Surrender, and Monine's The World I Want to Leave Behind. Um, so that is the alternative press blurb from the record store section. Um, what else do you got? I got uh, an old Drowned in Sound. I had to go to the archive to get this one uh, awesome. just because it moved over to the new forums. Yeah, so community.drownedinsound.com. So this, it says, this site has been archived and closed. Jimmy Eat World invented label Polydor, release date 9-27-2010. Robert Cook, October 22nd, 2010. Uh, I'll read the first paragraph and then this line here. You'll struggle to find any friend or foe of Jimmy Eat World who ever thought their appeal came from big, dumb choruses and sappy ballads. People didn't connect with Bleed American because of a song like The Middle, even if that was sparked if, even if that was what sparked their interest in the album in the first place. They kept listening for the same reason that any teenager listens to a rock album because it spoke with a voice that resonated with their own frustration, sadness, and angst, but still somehow filled them with hope. The lighter side of Jimmy World is warped out of recognition on Stop, which is, in a word, boring. The melodies in the verse get stuck on the same few notes, building up to a chorus that drags its way through a distant chord change into a tedious guitar solo. The song that follows Little Thing is equally bland, though it is saved slightly by the strings and melodic percussion that come together for an intricate and interesting final passage. You know, I think that's a, the droning. What did he say? The melodies get stuck on a, the same few notes building up to a chorus. He's just described the ingredients to some of Jimmy World's great yeah. tracks, you know? Yeah. It's, that's the build. That's a it's, tension yeah, exactly. that gets released. So, yeah, exactly. Robert Cook just doesn't get it. It's a really. motif. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> so, yeah, Robert uh, gave it a 5 out of 10. So, boo, Robert Cook. And uh, last thing I have here is, I love this chorus. Fake fun. A fake fun for sure. Uh, Craig Manning, our boy Craig Manning, September 28th, 2010. Uh, man, I have fallen in love with a disproportionately large number of my favorite albums in cars. Riding in cars, sleeping in cars, driving in cars, singing in cars. So, talking about Invented here, goes on to say... You're always in my head. You're just what I wanted. I live in constant debt to feel you invented. As the track, or as the miles ticked by, those words got stuck in my brain like the thought of her face or the sound of her voice. Driving away from her once a week got mighty old, but the songs uninvented felt like little comforts, even when the songs were sad. These are classic mixtape songs, the photo album memories of invented. Faded and distant, but still full of intense feeling. The long nights spent staying up with someone close to you in coffee and cigarettes before distance or jobs or years spent apart got in the way. In Little Thing, finding the courage on the cab ride home to ask the girl you're falling in love with to stay with you in Stop and Cut. The, exha- the exhaustion of a relationship that has run its course and devolved into misalignment and hurt. There's even a song called Mixtape with the kind of symphonic swell that feels like a big grandiose coda scene in some romantic TV season finale. 
So nice, nice words there. Yeah. Not a lot to say on stop. No. Hey, man, I love when there's I like us doing these broader stroke episodes when there's not a lot specifically on the song itself. Right. Here's a couple blurbs I have from Consequence of Sound. Uh, This is uh, that that album by album retrospective that they did when Surviving came out. Jewishness, simply presenting the song titles, <laughs> Heart is Hard to Find, Stop, and Cut, could make the case, but here are some examples, some samplings in order of the noted noted songs. All the fucked up things you say couldn't possibly be any less help to me. You want to hurt me, baby? Stop, because you have. I know there's no depth. You wouldn't sink for the chance. I'm sorry, boy. I'm not cut for this no more. So that is three examples of them proving uh that jimmy eat world is still jimmy eat worldy uh and this is hayden istic after playing the secret weapon on bleed american rachel hayden returns ever so briefly on stop the majority of the female vocals on invented are provided by the young courtney marie andrews who hails from the band's home state of arizona so those are the two consequence of sound blurbs okay let's see what do i have here yeah, there isn't a whole ton on this specific track that I could find, right? Um, you gonna do some Jimmy Eat Pod Theater? Yeah, let's do it, man. <laughs> I am down for some Jimmy Pod Theater. Are you but... uh, Scott Waldman or MG, who I've already forgotten who that is? Mm, I'm going to be Scott Walden. <laughs> okay, you be Waldman. Waldman. Okay, ready? Yes. <clears throat> this album is very Einstein. Do you have evidence? Are you sure it's not Edison? My best theory. Stop. Cut. It out. Everywhere you look. Little things. I guess that my heart is hard to find. Yep. This album is underrated, but then again, so are all of Jimmy World's albums. I got her number. (laughs) How do you like them apples? (laughs) Looks at him confused. Classic (laughs) Jimmy Eat Pod theater. Why? What am I? What song am I missing where I said everywhere you look? Everywhere you look. That's it. Uh, you said You're right. uh, uh, there was cut it out, which is a full house reference. Everywhere you look. All right. That's why. I wish I had a sec to look over the notes before. That's what it looks. Cut it out. No, I like it. Let's do it live. Yeah, you're right. Uh, let's see what else. Okay, I've got eleven tweets from oh, Zach. Oh yes, being Zach. Stop, Here's number man. one. This is uh, September tenth, twenty twenty. I know we've evolved as a country when military flyovers stop happening at sporting events. Okay, here it is. This is what uh, I meant to look that I'd mentioned this before. So we'll just take a look. I'm gonna play you a song because so what Zach is saying, he's posted a, a uh, the world is a beautiful place. And I am no longer afraid to die as a band. They replied to Zach. Let's 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 really dig in here. Okay. <laughs> September 10th, 2020. Genuinely excited for tonight's game while simultaneously mortified that they are allowing 17,000 fans into the stadium. This is September 2020. Uh, you know, what is seven months after the pandemic starts, right? Right. Yep. Uh, the world of beautiful pace and I am no longer afraid to die says I'm assuming everyone's attending because of this amazing spectacle and uh, Fox. They take a screen cap of Fox News. Chiefs fans will witness B2 stealth bomber flyover ahead of game versus Texas. And Zach says, 
I'll know we've evolved as a country when military flyovers stop happening at sporting events. So I get the spectacle of it, and I've never thought twice about it. Okay, but then I retweeted from the band from the pod account what this made me think of, which is very recently I was listening to uh, Unscripted Moments podcast where they went deep into depth of the propaganda song Dear Coach's Corner. Now, there's so much context. Uh, Unscripted Moments is an insanely like I thought I always thought I liked propaganda. I just <laughs> do not understand propaganda. And this podcast fucking helps. They're a song by song propaganda podcast. And they go in depth about Chris Hanna, who writes most of the songs, is so well read and so up on things that I can't even begin to understand. This podcast sort of starts to unravel those things. So in that. Coach's Corner is a Canadian talk show that talks about hockey. And in it, there is, I, I, I don't know the names of the people. I would say go listen to the Dear Coach's Corner episode of Unscripted Moments to unpack all of the history behind the beginning soundbite from this song. But I retweeted Zach saying, I'll know we've evolved as a country when military flyovers stop happening at sporting events with the opening lyrics of the song, which are, Dear Ron McLean, who's one of the hosts, uh-huh. Dear Coach's Corner. This song, it's one of those songs, and you'll hear how he sings it. I can read this to you, and it looks like it's just a letter. And it's how he separates the stanzas that makes it musical. It's so well done. So, dear Ron McLean, dear Coach's Corner, I'm writing in order for someone to explain to my niece the distinction between these mandatory pregame group rights of submission and the rallies of at Nuremberg. And it, the song goes on wow. to explain. <laughs> he He took his niece to go see a hockey game, and in the middle of the game... Or, you know, to, to start the game, they have all these people, like, repelling from rafters with guns and shit. And he's got to explain to his little niece, like, what exactly is happening. And I'd never considered that part of the spectacle. Having to explain to a child why there are people with guns running around right. and why we're very okay with this. Uh-huh. So, I want to play a little bit of my, one of my favorite propaganda songs, Dear Coach's Quarter. Which I don't know if I've played before. Which is... Uh, <laughs> Surprising and uh, exciting. And you'll hear a little bit of the show, Coach's Corner. Last week, by the way. What? Oh, that's what is done here. That's not. What is this stuff on here? We're Hockey Night in Canada and we're talking about saving the world and all that stuff. Let's talk hockey. Well, that's the whole idea behind December yeah. the 25th. Let's talk about some good guys. Okay. Let's talk about the troops. Listen to this guitar solo. It's so it's so funny. Jeez, <laughs> it's insane. Dear Ron McLean, dear coach's corner, I'm writing in order. Someone to explain to manage the distinction between these mandatory pre-game group rights of 
this you know, band. I can't get enough of this band. I, <laughs> how do you write a song like that? I know, right? And so the way that you read it, the way that he sang it, and the execution musically, there's a few bands that have um, an image that they portray, a goal in mind, right? That Which kind of takes you back to the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> as long as we keep the message, right? <laughs> we get the message, though, right? <laughs> the message, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, the message. But, like, they got a message, <laughs> and you know, just like the ability for them to play this music and get it all out there, and just everything just goes together and works. There's, yeah. a, there's not a lot of bands like that. Propagani's one of them. I think I'd say Rage Against the Machine was one of those where yeah. just everything clicked. And it's just, it's so awesome to be introduced to a band like this or, or just experience a band like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so very that, good, that, man. That song, uh, Dear Coach's Corner, is from the album Supporting Cast, C A S T E. And uh, I, I mean, can't say enough great things about it. Uh, I, I love being able to play Propagandi on the pod. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get any love from Zach. I thought I would get it. Oh. Uh, having retweeted him was the opening lyrics. I could only fit so many of the lyrics. <laughs> um, uh, oh, here's one. March 14th, 2014. Zach says, can we stop making snare drums with big holes in the shell? Just turn up the bottom mic really high if you want your drum to sound worse. <laughs> so, you can see where these. Oh, yeah. How many, how many are can we stops, you know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love listening to music snobs scoff at the Grammys. Truth is, if the music they like ended up on the Grammys, they'd stop liking it. February 10th, 2013. Uh, which is true. Uh, here's another. When you're putting that second porthole on your Rezo kickhead, just stop. You're welcome. <laughs> November 17th, 2015. Such passive aggressive suggestions and, and insight, you know? Uh, who's Zach just Light stop. says, I put five mics on a kick while recording. Does that make me bad person? Zach says, if I'm not recording toms, I use five mics for my whole kit. <laughs> uh, so uh, here's another one <laughs> of Zach being Zach. My favorite walking contradiction is the dude in the tank top and the knit hat. We live in Arizona and it's beautiful outside. Stop it. <laughs> These are great. <laughs> These are so good. I was so I couldn't stop. I, I, I was like, oh, I'll get 10. And then I found an 11th that I just couldn't. <laughs> leave well enough alone can't stress this enough sports radio shows the more calls you take from listeners the less i'll listen to your show just stop april 29th 2016 and i actually think he retweeted something i don't think it's this one i don't want to lose my spot but i think he's tweeted since this some uh sports show on uh youtube took a caller and they were like <laughs> he says best sports show call in ever and the hosts are just messing with the guy because the first thing i think that adam carolla would him a little bit because the first <laughs> thing the guy said was can you hear me and immediately everybody stopped talking yeah <laughs> because it's like dude we just welcomed you to the show just say what you want to say is my guess of the approach that they were taking but everybody just stopped and then it would be like oh hey man i don't know what's going on what's going on and then the next thing he would say Oh, can you hear me? And then they would just stop again. And it went on for like three and a half minutes. <laughs> it was great. Um, so I don't know if that's in here or not. <laughs> Here's one. Uh, Rolling Stone tweeted May 2nd, 2016. See Bruce Springsteen whip, nay, nay, and dab on stage at Oakland concert. And Rolling Stone tweets a link. Zach Lind retweets it. No, stop it. <laughs> uh, Is it in caps? 
Uh, uh, lots of O's and exclamation points. Got it. Okay. Uh, here's number eight. Uh, Reuters, August 2nd, 2020, says at least 40 infected with COVID-19 in Norway cruises amid scramble to trace passengers. Zach Lynn retweets and says, stop fucking getting on cruise ships. <laughs> it's so simple. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's tweet number nine. Uh, Once drummers stop setting up their symbols perfectly parallel to the ground, you'll know we've been truly blessed and things are going to be okay. Now, that's, to me, automatically a dig at Travis Barker, who I know that Zach respects and loves. But I guess it's just that everybody tries to be Travis Barker. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love talking to Zach when I do get Zach's ear and he goes off and on, on and on about uh, Anthem Part 2 being his favorite Travis drum part, which I can't uh, disagree with. It's terrific. Yeah, it is great. The intro uh, alone is just so much great stuff happening there. Uh, <laughs> August 5th, 2012. Dudes in the booth need to stop singing. <laughs> We're b- basically the dudes in the booth. <laughs> as I just sang some propaganda. Yeah, right. um, and uh, here's the last one. April 7th, 2014. Almost clicked stop when I saw a double pedal. Then the cymbal roll intro and I had to bail. So uh, what is this? What Punching? is this? Okay, so Riley Breckenridge says video. Mike Trout is to baseball as Matt Gartska is to drumming. Young, freakishly talented, and better at something. And it links to a Tumblr page. So let's see. And it, and the URL can't be found. So what am I looking for here? I'm going to put this link. Put in. in the archive? Yep. See if it comes up. Please. It's a gamble. A uh, page is available on the web. But it, is it Wayback Machine has not archived that URL, the page available on the Damn web. It. But if I go to it, it does not. It takes me to hermitology. Oh, boy. That's a bummer. Symbol almost clicked. Uh, let me, okay, let me take the text of Riley Breckenridge's uh, tweet here. Are you going to oh, search for then, that? Uh, Riley's not man enough for Pandero. He hates exotic ethnic re- instruments. Uh, and then LP Stanton Moore Pandero. And this is getting made fun of. Riley Breckenridge. Not enough garbage Tom slash Tambo hybrid or dumpy 80s side snare for Zach Lind. I get it. And he says, infinitely more useful video right here. And they're, they're, this is like the nerdiest drum talk I've ever seen. <laughs> but I want to see. Digging in. Specifically. And they're just tweeting like complicated drum technique video. Um, I need that rug. Really ties the room together. Um, so everybody, they're just roasting each other, sending each other YouTube videos of drummers. And they're all drummers. So um, that's the fucking worst thing I've ever seen. That guy sucks. And then somebody says, I like when he hits the China. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people, they just keep, everybody's in this thread just roasting each other. But there's no, like, um, there's no source to this video. Let's see. Yeah. Bummer. That is a bummer. No URL whatsoever, huh? I mean, I'll give it to you and see what you can pull yeah, up. Yeah, see what I can do. It's a, it's like a shortened URL that goes to this hermitology.com thing. So it must be a thrice thing. Yeah. Archive. There is an archive on his thing. So when was that tweet? So this is the page that you were looking for, that uh, the hermitology one? That was the one that it was yeah. linking to, yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. Here's the tweet. So this tweet is from... 
April 7th, 2014. So I wonder if this looks like a blog of some sort. Can I go to April 2014 and find something now? I see March and August 2014. This is when Puig Destroyer was a thing. That was like a, I think, uh, Riley Breckenridge's like Yasiel Puig ah. grindcore band. Well, that went nowhere. Yep. Bummer. Almost clicked stop when I saw a double pedal, then the cymbal roll intro, and I had to bail. So just roasting. Drummers roasting drummers. Uh, drummers here's drumming, a twit.fm post, and I did go to the web archive, and this pulled up a little bit of um, uh, discourse here. Uh, Sam Tina Fair, normal, says, the cool hands on your what? Still a mystery. And I was going to say, I, I thought he was like running the word sweater quickly. The cool hands on your sweater. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Grantosaurus says, by any chance, would you be willing to release the album about two weeks early? Love the song. Um, Haha Normal uh, says, I was kind of scared that it wouldn't be up to par with the demo version, but you guys did good. Um, already my favorite song you've done it again I can't stop listening to this track Splendid I'm so excited you decided to record Stop for this release I loved the demo Wow um, And I feel like somebody somewhere said uh, It's not as good as the demo <laughs> <laughs> Let's see Nope I'm pretty sure I'll find it somewhere I feel like I remember somebody saying they didn't like it um, And then a band tweet from Zach That says we're hanging in the studio. Jim is jamming some acoustic guitar for a song called Stop. That's October 9th, 2008. Mm. So still working it out. I don't know. The demo sounded pretty much yeah. like the end to me. So that is yeah. all of the track notes I have, most of which were just Zach roasting people on Twitter. <laughs> As he do. So uh, does that mean we're going to move into community for a little bit? Lettuce. I don't have a lot. But I, I swear, I think I've mentioned this before. Bro, can we get Last Ride of the Night on Goliath? Oh, man. The guy's got to live out ride. here. Yeah, Loves that ride. Got to live out here. You know, maybe he is uh, Santa Clarita. Uh, that's his hometown. That's what I'd like to think, that he lives out there right off of Lion. You know? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's up to 14 a little bit. Yeah. But uh, they said, I've been seriously underrating Invented a year ago from Bro, can we get the Last Ride of the Night of on Goliath. For all the time I've liked Jimmy Eat World, this has been the album I listened to the least because it just never stuck with me. Of course, I have given it several chances over time, but for some reason this week I've listened to it like 10 times. Something about its uniqueness and variety and really great composition. Everything works all of a sudden. Add to that movie like and invented are two of my favorites by Jimmy Eat World out of all of them. And now in this thread, let's see what else. Uh, Sergeant Donut first. <laughs> Stop, Little Thing, and Cut all feel like filler tracks, with apologies to anyone who may love them. Having them all in a row makes for a slog. I could kind of see that, but I like Stop. So it doesn't, I guess that doesn't make Little Thing, maybe Little Thing feels like it slows down. And even Cut to me sounds like it's got a little bit of Stop in it. So maybe yeah. little, little Thing is the, is the, is the bottom. But right. still, I don't, I don't think I, I, uh, I agree with that. I edit the show... Edit to show existing track list. He would start it like this. Heart is hard to find. My best theory, evidence, higher devotion, movie like coffee and cigarettes. And then in seventh place would be stop. Little thing, cut. Action needs an audience. Uh, invented and mixtape. Uh, JR Clarity, one, two, three. Agreed with everything you said, except I like stop and cut. See, there we go. JR Clarity's one, two, three is on, uh, on the same uh, wavelength as I am. 
And then in that same thread, bro, can we get the last ride of the night in Goliath? I really like stop and little thing, although I agree those three in a row gets repetitive. How about solving two problems with one and putting action needs and audience in between little thing and cut? I don't know, man. I got to take that back from Sergeant Donut. I think the whole stop little thing and cut sequence is, is uh, ideal. I don't, I yeah. would, it wouldn't be right if they threw action needs and audience in there. Yeah. So uh, looks like mostly good things said about that. Stop is indispensable for me. One of my favorites, full stop. Angela ah. likes boys says. So there you go. All in the same thread. Um, Grow Life Trainer, Countdown Classic. to Surviving, Albums, Discussion, Invented. Let's see. Uh, how do they start, start this off? So my general thoughts on Invented can be summed up as, with this meme, Invented is the most underrated Jimmy World album. Change my mind. And some individuals in this thread, let's see what they have to say. JG429, one of my least favorite Jimmy World albums. I was coincidentally listening to Cut when I was reading this. I don't listen to the album as a whole that often, but I listen to Cut and Stop quite a bit. There again, JG429, echoing my sentiment there. Cut and Stop. Uh, Ella Bella Medella. This album has a couple of my favorite ever Jew songs. Aeneas, uh, mixtape Cut and Stop. Uh, Forest Sprite, Justice for Higher Devotion. I'll take Stop and Invented too. Uh, swing set clouds. Oh, okay. On their OOK list, it uh, started with stop. Stop is centered on a cutting line. You want to make me mad stop because I am, which I appreciate to no end. And the bridge solo is awesome. But for some reason, I don't look forward to this track when I listen. That's unfortunate swing set clouds. So a lot of good things. There's a lot of other individual uh, comments on some of the other tracks in that thread. A uh, couple more here. One year ago from Table for Glasses 24 is invented Jimmy World's most overlooked album. <laughs> Again, overlooked seems to be that, yeah. that uh, phrase that's reused here. Um, so what do they go on to say here? I can't compete. I just can't recover how many years it's been. It's one day in my mind. It's the first step each time. It is a brilliant kickoff lyric to an, an album essentially comprised of unique character sketches, narratives on each track. Continuing the chase on the chase this light comparison, is there anything separate Separating the massive hook on movie life from the one on feeling lucky, does Chase This Light really outshine the gutting stop? And yes, Dizzy is one of my Jimmy World all-time gems, but is invented very far behind. Uh, in this one, uh, Forrest Sprite again says, uh, I still want to hear Higher Devotion or Stop Live. So unfortunately, yeah, I mean, maybe in the future. And then Table for Glasses replies to that, Stop is a stunner. I like how they said that. Stop is a stunner. Uh, St. Edward... Stop has that nice pensive end of evening quality. <laughs> that makes me think like I enjoy it with a nice, it pairs well with a <laughs> wonderful uh, Sauvignon Blanc and uh, <laughs> a nice way of putting it. Uh, what else do we got here? Yeah, here again, Table for Glasses 24 in their same thread. You know, I don't even think of it's much of a stretch for them to play live and retain a lot of layered ambiance. Uh, perhaps it would require a bit of looping here and there, but I also felt like songs like Stop or Little Thing would be natural live plays. Uh, and then, of course, Invented has been played live and always sounds great. I don't think it's terribly far off from uh, 23. I listened to Invented for the first time in probably, you know, several months to a year when I was just doing a, a jog around. And it was surprisingly uh, peppy. Sure. Like, in, in inspiring. And let's see where this one... Oh, this one didn't do so, so uh, bad. But this is the Invented Survivor round 16 four years ago, Walking on a Wire. Welcome to the final round, Survivor poll. And uh, we have Stop at fourth place with 37% or seven votes. So didn't make it into, um, 
I guess fourth place, you're kind of off the, the podium. Yep. <laughs> you're the dude that's on the side. Yep. So uh, that's what I have as far as the community goes. You're the first worst loser. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. What do you got? Um, Here is, uh, there's a couple people on song meetings pining for a final version. I've only heard the unmastered demos of their new tracks, but I think he says, if you're really as tough as your defenses, let them fall. And not... But he has taught as your defenses and let them fall. Also, there's no one stops. There is no there at the beginning of that. <laughs> They're correcting lyrics. <laughs> Still, this has to be my favorite track from their demos for this new album. It's just the right combination of love, sadness, and pop melody. A perfect Jew song. For me, it's their traditional relationship song. He's with a girl and blah, 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 blah. That's just how I view it. It oddly reflects something I'm going through. Well, just went through. Still, I love this track a bunch. The album is very nice, but this track is the standout for me. It says Cabrez. And then I love uh, this one the best so far, but curse it, the version I have is scratched a bit, says Idle Kind. And it's a shame that the final copy of Chase's Light doesn't have this song on it. I'd love to hear the final product produced version. Hopefully this and Be Sensible make appearances as B-sides or something. Uh, So that was Justin 834. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Did you ever have a, speaking of scratches, because I got a couple of them. Did you have a, ever use a kit to clean CDs? I sure did. I still have it here. Because uh, I, it's like one of those things I'm like, I can't throw this away, and I could absolutely fucking throw it away. <laughs> so how does it work? Is, is it just like a, a very, very fine it's polish? It's a resurfacing, yeah. It's, uh, well, I don't know that it actually worked. But I think what it is is because there's a basically a piece of plastic, like the data is written on a piece of metal that's covered by plastic, and the plastic is what's right. getting scratched. And when it the laser can't focus on the data on the metal, then it... Uh, it it can't focus. So I think what this was doing was basically micro shaving the plastic down to an even surface. So like if your scratch is like a micrometer down, then you could just sand an entire micrometer off of right. the thing. And that was supposedly how it worked. I don't know. It, it sounds right. It, it looked okay and worked some of the time if you were really in a pinch. But for the most right. part, it was like whatever. I've always thought it was. I mean, I guess the 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 album or the the CD is kind of pooched anyway. Either way, but I always I never I had a friend who had one up in their it was up in their closet. I don't know how often they used it, but I was tempted to just ask them because there were a couple of albums that you know I listened to, and there was that part in and you listen to a an album or a song, and same thing happens with tapes. You listen to it and you get used to hearing the skip. So I got yeah. kind of used to it as long as it went through it. I was okay with it. Um, for, and then by that time, I think we had MP3 players were big. So it's like, you know what? I burnt everything that I needed to. I don't need any any albums anymore. Yep. So they stayed scratched. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, give, uh, what, what, what is this? Uh, uh, what, where, how can I, how can I, give me a number between one and ten. Oh, um, eight. Nine. <sighs> uh, on Jake T. O'Donnell's <laughs> list, number nine is stop. I don't know if what I'm about to say is true. Wow. But it's always been my theory, my best one you could say, <laughs> that I'm sticking with it. At the turn of the decade, 
and after Chase's Light didn't yield any major widespread hits. I believe Jimmy Eat World decided to stop chasing the fame, money, airplay dragon, always make whatever album they wanted to make at that moment, and trust their instincts that it would be good and their fans would be on board. That started with Invented, an underrated record that was certainly a big bounce back after Chase's Light. To look forward, they had to look back. Patching things up with Trombino was the right call, and the result was creative, exciting, and, well, invented. Uh, inventive. In the midst of all of this is Stop. When I think of this band and the sound they've tried to cultivate for the last quarter century, it's hard not to conjure Stop, and I can't help but feel Trombino's touch had at least something to do with it. It's the kind of song that could parachute into virtually any album in their catalog. It was first recorded for Chase's Light, but saved for Invented. With their pal Rachel Hayden supplying sublime backing to Jim's yearning vocals, Stop is a full band effort, soft and thin, uh, soft and then hard, sad and hopeful, a great guitar solo, and heavenly vocal sounds. You want to make me mad? Stop, because I am. When that signature feedbacky guitar comes in at the end, you know you've heard something special, something unforgettable. Stop signaled the start of an unexpectedly great decade for the band, one that's carried them through surviving and hopefully into the 2020s. Says Jake T. O'Donnell, it's number nine. Always so well said, man. I love yeah, what he has man. to say. So good. So um, I have five covers. Really? I only had two. I'm yeah. excited to hear what you got. Uh, what's funny uh, is I didn't link one, so I'm going to have to... Uh, you know what? I'd probably put it in a playlist, though. Um, go. What, what are the ones that you have? I have uh, Little Green Car Productions and then These Selfish Things. All right. Let's uh, start with one of whichever one you would like. Let's do Little Green Car Productions. So I'm going to copy this and put this into my watch together. And, we'll and this notice. is a vocal cover, right? Yes. That's what I wrote here? Okay, cool. Yes. Hey, guys. How's it all going? I am taking a quick study break at the moment, so I am going to film a video for you guys. I am going to do a cover of Stop by Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World is one of my favorite bands of all time. They do really, really cool guitar solos in their songs. This song in particular has a really nice guitar solo. Obviously, I'm not going to reenact that. Yeah, Bummer, she should have tried. But yeah, I hope you yeah right. <laughs> Do it. Be the if you got the mind, the I like how she has the... That's, this is a video effect, Oh, yeah. Right? This has like a... Particle effects. Yeah. No reason why. I wonder how she did it. When did this come out? Is it Phil Mora? What's the other one that we joke about? <laughs> yeah. 2016, yeah. One comment that is not here, apparently. I see it all in my head. God, you know what I don't miss doing? Not really, at least. Studying. I took so many study breaks. Any excuse. I'm going to get up and go have a snack. I'm going to get up and get something to drink. Just so tired of studying, man. I, I paid my dues. Plus, I'm still sour that I missed Jimmy World at CSUN, buddy. <laughs> better time, better time. 
Have I told you how much I love the uh, New Zealand accent, man? Love it. No. Oh yeah. I I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's derogatory to to say Kiwi. I don't know. I always just say New Zealander, but I just love that accent. Oh, love it so much. So okay, that was right, a little is Kiwi green derogatory. The common self-reference used by New Zealanders though it is also used internationally. Unlike many demographic labels, its usage is not considered offensive. Rather, it is generally viewed as a symbol of pride and an endearment for most people of New Zealand. Okay. Okay, good. Then I can Dude, continue. So I'm it. on YouTube, right? And uh-huh. I noticed that uh, this person, Nicole, had commented on one of Steve's Rare Music's videos. Hi, I was wondering where open bar reception went. Your page is my <laughs> only source for this. Any recommendations on where I can find it on CD format? Thank you. And I post five days ago. No one can find that song on YouTube. It's wild how quickly it gets pulled. And she responded almost immediately. And I only just now respond. She says, why, though? So strange. Maybe the title? And I said, they really don't want to hear people. Uh, they really don't want people to hear a banger of that caliber shrug. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. Yeah, it's a good it's a good. One. It uh, is. Uh, so terrific job. Little green car productions. Uh, all right. I did find Rich Howard. But do you want to play your other? It was these selfish things who we've yes. talked about before. Which, yeah, <sighs> looks so familiar. We'll see. Um, I, I know the name. Yeah. This is September 11th, Never Forget 2010, covering this badass song that is on their new album, Invented, which comes out September 28th. Go buy it. Yes. And uh, then it's fucking hell. Somebody in the goddamn around, comments, um, this is a cover would you be willing to post the chords for this? That would be uh, much appreciated. <laughs> Just listen to it. JRGman3. Song called Stop. It's going to be on Jimmy World's new album called Invented, uh, out on the 28th. Uh, go buy it. It's awesome. Thanks this dude loves Fallout Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to be the prettiest. Definitely emulating Patrick Stone. If you Stump. have a mind and willingness, no one stops. A girl who knows what she's got. Ooh, I, I dig no the, the different chords. Guitar I transposition, yeah. I like the arpeggiated guitar. Yeah, even at my best, I guess I'm still just one of them. Let's see if these selfish things are still doing music. I see it all in my Yeah, they got a band camp. Check them out. Cool hands on your steps. You want to make me mad. Stop, because I am. of strong and lust how easily you turn and turn it off do you take what you want and save it for a better time <laughs> don't act that way honey I don't buy it at all if you're really as tough as your defenses you'd let them fall I see it all in my head Wanna make me mad? Stop, cause I am. You can call this a game. You can look at my face. You wanna hurt me, baby? Stop, cause you have.
okay, so a couple of things. Do you want to listen to you linked me to their band? Yeah, camp. so I was like, oh, let's listen to this latest track. It's that good. These selfish things have done. Oh yeah. Yes. So Hi. I went looking. I I'll, I'll get on the other the other half of this thing that I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you caught where it said check out our new album purevolume.com forward slash these selfish things. No. Uh, I, well, okay. I did see that, which is what, yes, yes. That's what right. made me go looking. Right, exactly. So let's listen to this first, and then I'll finish that thought. So this is by a thread by these selfish things. This was a single released March March twenty first, twenty twenty. Man, that, they're like, oh, I guess pandemic. Let's release music. Yep. pretty good i liked it i listened to the whole thing um i've never gone on uh band camp and supported but it's like these little things where it says name your price it's like i just want to throw a couple of bucks because <laughs> you know you think it, they they did such a good job yeah man so the other thing i wanted to mention was the pure volume thing we had you had mentioned something a couple of episodes ago maybe there was a specific term that you had but there were things that you it was the eclair episode it was claire <laughs> and there's these things in your past that you just are passively working on figuring out right did you have a word for that or there's like these things that like let's say when i was a kid there was this i'm still trying to figure out there was this character that was on or a tv show that i remember and i still haven't come across this tv oh, show yes 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 um yeah. reconcile i guess yeah, yeah well, let's just say that reconciling these old searches and and these things tying up these for. loose ends exactly there you yeah. go so there was one um when i was on pure volume I think it was JM Experience, man. You know, because none of that stuff is act- active anymore. Yeah. Uh, there was another band I came across called Fifty Cent Trade, and they had an album that I remember. The album art was two stick figures walking down the. Uh, it was a dock, and then there was the moonlight. Right. So that's what I remember. Could never find them, and anytime I did a Fifty Cent search right. with or without quotes, Fifty Cent came up. Right. This last time. When I was doing research for stop, I happened to put stop in quotes and then search for the name of the album, which I believe was, or the name of the track. Oh, gosh. I can't remember which I looked for, but I put that in quotes. And I came across an article. Someone had interviewed the girl. It was her and her husband at the time that we were recording this. Came across her name. Her name is Candy Lee. She's an artist. She is in, oh, gosh, where is she? Um, I messaged her and... (laughs) 
Dude. And she got back to me. I said, hi, Candy Lee. I have an interesting story. Uh, it's a long one. Bear with me. I searched for 50 Cent Trade and Moonlit Walk. That's what I found. This had to be late 2000s. Pure volume has since changed, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, hey, here's the album that, or the, the article that had your stuff in there. I'm so glad I can finally close this chapter. And it's also good to see you're still making music. Uh, and you go to her page, Candy Lee Music, and it's all about, look, I just want to be out there making music. I'll play any live shows. So she's currently going through nursing school. <laughs> so supporting herself in these trying times here, but listen to her music. It's really good. I'm going to try and get her on the pod. I, I, Sick. I asked if she had influence from Jimmy world and she goes, I used to rock the heck out of Jimmy world. What's the name of your podcast? So nice. Jim, Jimmy pod, LOL. So I'll, I'll finish that conversation. That was just this a couple of days ago, but I was so happy to close out. Dude, that. I love that. I absolutely like Another yeah, one. there's, there's definitely like there was like a band called Ten Times the Day that visited my high school and I was like, oh man, I wish I saw that tape. And then uh, Kinder Size, another one of those bands. Yeah, this would be great. Yeah, yeah. So um, okay, that was these selfish things. That's all I got for a cover. So you want to hit, hit me with a couple covers? Sweet. Yeah. So uh, we've got Brad Perry uh, and Lucas Messina and Rich Howard. Which would you like to go? Let's go Rich Howard. Rich Howard. That's the one that I had lost and I found. It is a SoundCloud link. I think that will play here and watch together. To be the prettiest If you have the mind and willingness No one stops Girl who knows what she's got I like to think that the dog is singing harmonies. I love, I love dogs. Not as much as cats, but I do love a little bit. That's a little Jack Russell. Yeah. I tried to rock a conquistador uh, facial hair like that with the mustache. <laughs> it did not work for me, man. <laughs> the girls told me to stop. <laughs> just just shave it, buddy. So that's Rich Howard on SoundCloud. Here is, who is this? This is another SoundCloud one. This is Lucas Messina. You don't have to be the prettiest. Downstrokes. If yeah. you have a mind willingness, no They're inclined to play the electric guitar. I always want to add so many toms in, you know? I see it all in my head. Two hands on your staff. You want to make me mad. Stop, cause I oh, nice. am. Yeah. A combination of strong and light. Well done, Lucas Messina. Lastly, we've got Brad Perry. And, Brad Perry. Uh, Brad Perry. Where do I know Brad Perry from? Well, I know Steve uh, Perry is Day the lead 13 singer. Day <laughs> 13 is his artist name on the YouTubes. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, Sherry. 
Today's song landed on Stop by Jimmy. I was going to say, do you think he's a lefty or not? But he's wearing a Nirvana shirt, so he's not. Yeah. Nice. If you have the mind and willingness, no one stops. Girl who knows what she's got. No reason why I can't help following with my eyes. Even at my best, I guess I'm still just one of them. I see it all in my head. Hands on your sweat. You wanna make me mad? Stop, cause I am a combination of strong and lust. Nicely done. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, he's like third. His like third chord is wrong, right? And it could be yeah. the tab that he read or whatever. Um, Sugar Pill, our boy Sugar Pill, has a video out where he plays the tab as it's written along with the song. He's like the worst <laughs> pop punk tabs I've found on the internet, and it's so funny because it's like eighty five percent of the way there, and then it just takes a complete left turn, and you're like, what? Like, and people like the amount of people that saw it and said yep publish <laughs> it's uh funny it's pretty good sugar pill our boy sugar pill let me see if i can find it real quick like it's just we could just watch like whatever the most popular song is in there um sugar pill covers it was like one of his latest videos so it should be right near the top uh yeah here trying not to cringe i found the worst pop punk guitar tabs ever this is three weeks ago <laughs> it's so funny because you're like, I don't know what's wrong with it. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> when you say t- it takes a whole left turn, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> the wor- <laughs> this is awesome. So he's doing it like the. Yeah. <laughs> he's put the tab on the screen so you can see that he's not doing it wrong. Whatever it is, is not good. <laughs> I love Sounds this. Sounds like Trio. But in major. <laughs> uh, oh, I love this. Because I'm right. In... Oh, he's writing back. I love how he's... Oh, it was Trio. The pill. Oh my god. There's so much production here. That's great. What's that from? Oh, this is good. Newfound glory. (laughs) (laughs) This was the one I was like, this is right. It's not bad. This is this I, is definitely the type of student I was in high school. Uh, Do all the work up. I mean, this is how I am on the podcast. Do a bunch of work up in front, and then oh shit, it's due right now. I'm definitely that do, do, last do, do, little do, do. step down. <laughs> this is great, dude. Yeah, this says that this was original. It's like they're going into a court change. 
<laughs> we gotta get sugar pill on this. This is so oh, good. Dude. Uh. <laughs> oh, this is plus 44. This is so not good. This isn't that known of a song, though. <laughs> this is like monsters. <laughs> oh, this is Alkaline Trio. <laughs> it's like two songs. <laughs> I love that he learned to play it. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> so far, so good. Listen to the bass line. That doesn't sound wrong. No, it's wrong. It's so wrong. <laughs> what? Okay, I can hear it. <laughs> Damn it! Gosh, that was so good. Yeah. Uh, so we ended up watching the, pretty much the whole thing. Oh, man. You know, I'll, I'll come across those uh, tabs and just think to myself, what the hell were they thinking? This yeah, is brilliant. I was listening to, on Song Exploder <laughs> today, they had, uh, what was the Take Me Out band? Take me out. Oh, Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. So the guy's telling the story about that song and how they wrote it. And he's like, you know, before we were in a, in a band like 10 years prior, my brother and I bought a Beatles songbook. And we were like, we, we were like, we must be so bad at the guitar because we couldn't figure out how to play these songs reading the book. We we're like, this is the music. <laughs> and uh, like 15 years later, he realized that it was just all wrong. Like, yeah, a published that. book, all wrong. Yeah, so it wasn't that. Th he was like, so we just took the chords that we learned from the book and made our own songs. <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely like, how is it that close? Or you're like, I don't know, man, it's pretty. I think you'd have to listen to the bass line on that Blitzkrieg bop because it's so, it's like half a step wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My guess is he read the tab. The tab, the, the chords are uh, not the chords, but the chord shapes are correct, but the key is wrong. And so well, my guess is that he played the key, the bass okay, I did hear in that. key of the You're song. right. You're right. So I did hear that, but it's, yeah. I mean, the chord shapes are right. So it goes one, four, five. But sure. I was just, when I, toward the end, I heard the bass, how off yeah. that was. <laughs> so good. All right. I've got two rave DJs. What do you got? Uh, I've got one. So let's do one of mine, then yours, then another one. Okay. One All of right. which I haven't even heard. So, okay. uh, this first is, uh, <laughs> I mixed stop by Jimmy Eat world with go by blink 182. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> gop. A gop. All right. Hit yeah. me with that link. Uh, you should have it momentarily. All right, here we go. Gop. 
I love it. It's bad, but definitely better than it should be. Whoa, chipmunks. should be it's not great I, I think there's some cool stuff that happens in the bridge but you know you never know where that is yeah right <laughs> all right another couple seconds Here terrible you're right it works so gop what do you got okay what do you uh, got this is i i put my ingredients into the tune bat oh and uh, i went with uh the, the, see if you can figure it out the stop things that no one ever knows <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh nice It's Thursday, right? <laughs> no, this is uh, brand or new. Right. The other band. Oh, yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> I, I'm stopping that right now. <laughs> Stop. Yep. Okay, what's this last one you got I, here? I got Stop for Glasses, since oh, we were singing right. Table for Glasses along with one of our yeah. covers. I was I'm like, yeah, let's see what happens. Glad you did it. Wow, four and a half minutes. I feel like you've unlocked the rave DJ code, man. This is pretty cool. Yep. Oh, 
It's a true mashup. Yes. It's, it's not terrible. All right, let's see. Oh, boy. So much tambourine. Yeah. Ouch, tambo. Oh, I like that snare. Yeah. A combination of strong that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool moments. Yeah. Not bad. I like it. Stop for glasses. Yeah. All right, Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song Stop by band Jimmy Eat World featuring I, I, Rachel Hayden? I liked it from the beginning. I like it still. This is a really good track. Um, the whole stop, little thing, cut, succession of tracks, I think it's all good. I, I love that. And you know what? The comments that I read from Reddit, other people have the same sentiment that uh, stop and cut are really good. But yeah, I love this track. What about you, man? Yeah, I don't know if I still... I still think I don't understand the lyrics, but I I like the mood of the song. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely a highlight on Invented for me. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, <laughs> if you're being uh, mean <laughs> to somebody, why don't you just stop and be excellent to each other and party on, dude?